Welcome to another episode of the Confessions of a Recovering Landlord podcast, where you'll learn the secrets commercial landlords would prefer you not know. I'm your host, Jan Gibbons, along with my co-host and experienced commercial real estate broker, Bob Gibbons. That's me. Brought to you by Riata Commercial Realty, where we exclusively represent users of office and warehouse properties. Landlords have representation. Do you? This is our 100th episode of the podcast. Wow. Did anyone think we'd make it this long? Uh, not me. Did you think anyone would be listening? Uh, not still. Is anyone listening? <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, for our 100th episode, we thought it would be really neat to talk about collabs, collaborating with others. Oh, collabs. <laughs> They're like labs. I'm like, well, what the chocolate no. ones, the black ones, the <laughs> no, collaborations where people work together, unlike what you and I do. <laughs> so the one we wanted to talk about today is residential real estate. And you're going to say, no, you do commercial. And I do do commercial. But today we're going to talk about residential. Can you tell me how Riata collaborates with residential realtors? Or why would they want to? Well, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're not collaborating with residential real estate, but residential agents. And uh, so, yeah. What we're residential realtors. Well, the last at the last you did, but previously you were just saying residential real estate. So our hundredth and last podcast. Far be it for me to point out details. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so residential real estate agents, the, the way we primarily interact with them is through referrals because, um, you know, residential real estate agents get to know their clients really well. They know, you know, both spouses, they get to know their kids in many cases, they know where they work, where they've come from, where they're going. So they know all kinds of personal stuff about them. And so it, it's a perfect opportunity for them to also be asked by their client or to offer to their client to solve their business real estate needs or their investment real estate needs or you know whatever commercial needs there are uh, but they're not usually equipped to deal with that and some of them will have a commercial real estate division maybe um, most of the time those people are going to be generalists they're not really specialists at any one thing but uh, anyway, so as we work with these residential agents, they will refer their clients to us when they have a commercial need, specifically a corporate real estate need, and uh, and then we're able to give them a referral fee. So that's the way we mostly do it. And recently, you and another one of our agents, Christy, did a presentation at a local residential realtor, and it was really fun. It was the perfect setup. I, I kind of want you to flesh that out for the listeners. Well, I mean, we basically just, you know, most most residential shops and even commercial shops, for that matter, will have a weekly or monthly or biweekly uh, meeting where they have all their agents come in together and they have some sort of, you know, teamwork kind of thing or some training of some sort. And, continuing uh, and, ed, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, continuing ed. So what we did is we put together a, a presentation on how residential real estate agents could benefit from the existing relationships that they have already. And uh, and so the cool thing on that particular one was it was a pretty nice high-end 
um, agency and one of their agents had given us a referral two and a half years previously. And she'd actually even forgotten she'd given us the referral, quite honestly. And uh, so we made the presentation explaining, you know, what is commercial real estate? Because, you know, that that's the first step is like, all right, what is res what is commercial? I understand what residential is, but what is commercial? Because there's a lot of um, categories within commercial. There's office and industrial and and retail and hospitality and land and I mean, on and on. Plus, there's specialty services like us, where we're a corporate real estate advisor. Um, we don't really want listings if we can help it. So, um, you know, there are, there's a lot of specialization in commercial. So a lot of the presentation is educating them on what that is and why people in commercial specialize so much. And, uh, and so we go through that presentation, we have photos and everything, and we explain to them what we do and, and why and all this kind of thing. And uh, anyway, at the end of the presentation, uh, we called this woman up. Who well, 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 wait, wait, back into Sorry. that, because this was the fun part. You had, in your, it was a PowerPoint presentation. You had it up on the wall. You know, quite a few agents were in the room and you gave uh, an example. Oh, I see. Something that was about to close and how it would, I, you, you went through all the formulas. Yeah. So showing them what the commission was and how, how the, the person who, you know, if you had referred this deal to us, this is the amount of money you would have made. And, uh, and so that's what then when, of course, then we said, and by the way, we called this woman up and we said, we'd like to present a check to her. And I think the check at that time was like $22,000 for her referral fee. And, uh, and so somebody pointed out, well, man, that's like having sold a, I think it was a $750,000 house or something like that. It, it was, uh, you know, higher, much higher than the average house in the area at the time. And uh, so she was pretty excited about it. Of course, the other agents were excited about it. And, uh, and, you know, we got some more referrals as, as a result, which of course was the goal. And so leading up now, one of the newest collaborators that we are working with, a co-working space, has now agreed to let us host one of these classes to which you went to our good friend, Cliff Bogart, who is a certified track instructor here in the state of Texas. And the two of you put together a new class for right. Con Ed, for credit in Con Ed. You got approved by Trek, and we're going to be rolling it out next month. So I want to hear about that. Yeah, so I mean... Props to uh, to Cliff. Um, I was in the middle of my legal one and two class for updating my license, renewing my license. And um, somehow in that presentation, Cliff happened to mention that, you know, somebody could make a presentation for credit. If, if they wanted to do it, they would have to do it through an existing provider. Or they would have to become a provider, meaning a provider of continuing education mm -hmm. through the Texas Real Estate Commission. Uh, but that they could also just do it through an existing provider. So I contacted him later and said, hey, Cliff, this is what I'm doing, what we're trying to do. Um, would you be willing to sort of be our provider, sponsor our class, if you will? And uh, he's like, yeah, absolutely. So we met, went through the whole process, made an application uh, for this life, for this class to be able to give one hour of continuing education credit to not just residential realtors, but anybody with a license, uh, real estate license, if they go through this class, they get an hours of, of uh, continuing education credit. And um, and what was funny is that 
when I described for Cliff what it was that we were going to be talking about, he's like, oh, wow, I did a class like that years ago. So now he he showed me his, I showed him mine, where, uh, and I'm, I'm in the process of, along with you, um, updating that and making it even better. And uh, so, you know, it's a, a great collab because now we're collaborating with Cliff to provide the education, to be certified for the education. We're collaborating with the co-working uh, company to create a, um, a class that they can provide to their residential realtor uh, tenants. tenants. Mm -hmm. So all their tenants, licensees, whatever you want to call them, that are in all their different locations uh, will have the opportunity to come to this class for free, get the continuing education. There'll be some food there. And uh, so we're going to do the first one. In fact, we just booked it earlier today for July 25, I think it is. When you left out one more collaborator, we're partnering with a title company. Um, well, yes, actually, you're right. One of their, one of the collaborate, one of the, what am I trying to say? Um, the company. Collaborator? Well, the, no, the company that sponsored us, the co-working place, that's it. Co-working is what I was looking for. So one of their tenants is a, <laughs> uh, a title company. And so they're going to be sponsoring it as well. So the other plan we have to collaborate with this in the future, though, is to go to title companies. And a lot of times they like giving um, continuing education mm -hmm. because it's a way to get for them to get residential agents into their shop. And it's kind of a marketing tool for them. Mm -hmm. So I've already talked to several um, title companies about possibly doing this in their shops as well. And they're the best with food and drink. Well, they're good with that, but they're, they, they just have a really big uh, Rolodex of companies uh, of agents that can be a part of this plus they uh, they know a lot of mortgage brokers that might want to be sponsors of this etc so it's really just it's cool because i was sitting in my strategic coach um program up in chicago uh what a month a couple months ago mm -hmm. and i was you know we were all talking about collaboration and how you find ways to collaborate with other companies where they get something out of it. You get something out of it. It's good for everybody. And I was sitting there like, how in the world are we going to do that? I can't think of a single collaboration that we can do. And then we're in this co-working place where we have a membership and you and one of the owners of that are talking. And this came out of that discussion. So it was really cool that, you know, I'm sitting in the, in the class with strategic coach thinking about this, you and I talk about it, you go run with it with the co-working people and set this thing up. And then we end up collaborating with a guy I've known for 25 years, Cliff Bogart. And, you know, anyway, it just- You're it an includer, cool. I'm a collaborator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just, it, it felt like everyone is there to help us because they like doing that and it helps them. And it's just kind of a community. And I really like that concept of it. I also really kind of like the tagline that you use basically is helping a residential realtor make money by opening their Rolodex. Because it's like you said, they've almost created an intimacy with their clients because they deal with them where they live. We Actually, deal with our clients where they work. The the um, you know, I've been thinking about a way to create a better name for this thing. Cause in the past, I think I called it something like passive income for residential realtors or mm -hmm. something like that. Um, I kind of like leveraging existing relationships for new income. Yeah. I like that too. So I, I think I'm, I'm gonna have to write that down. 
<laughs> well, right. it's no extra work on the residential realtor's part. They pick up a phone and make a call. That's it. Which they created the relationship. When, and they're doing that anyway, because, you know, right. they're trying to stay in touch with their existing clients to get referrals for other business in the future to mm -hmm. their kids, their other family members. So. Yeah, um, we have written down, you know, some of the benefits of referring clients for the residential agents. And of course, it's additional revenue, obviously, is number one. The other thing I really like is enhanced client satisfaction. Yeah. I always want my clients to call me, text me, email me if they have a question to do with anything that touches real estate. Right. I need a banker. I'll call Jan. I need an interior designer. I'll call Jan. I need this. I'll call Jan. Yeah. Because I'm going to refer them to all my partners and all my partners are vetted. I trust them. I know them. I know their work. And it just keeps me in the loop and it keeps my partners in the loop. And it's a kind of a one-stop shop for my client. Well, this is what we're helping provide for that residential realtor. Yeah, It increases their Rolodex and makes them be a one-stop shop for all of their clientele. Well, and also so it's, it's a way to expand their area of expertise. And so it's kind of like what you're saying where, you know, when, when somebody says real estate, you know, all those of us who are service providers in real estate want to be the first thing. We want to be the first top of mind thing. Wow. Um, and so, you know, even though we might be the top of mind that you're saying, um, we're not necessarily going to be able to do all those things. So we'll refer it out to the expert. The residential agent gets that same opportunity. And, but they're still the, they're still the solution for their client. Right. right. Even though it's not them doing the actual assignment necessarily, but they're still the, the conduit to the solution. They're the godfather. I know what you mean. <laughs> okay. So what are some of the best practices for referring clients? Well, I mean, obviously when you're going to refer a client or, you know, for anything, not just real estate, but for anything, the first thing is identify what the client needs, you mm -hmm. know? So, mm -hmm. um, and to some extent, if they need help in something that you're not the expert in that, you don't know all the, all the questions to ask. Mm -hmm. um, I remember we had a client many years ago that would call me for just the craziest off the wall referrals. And I'm like, you know, I don't, I'm not in that business. I don't really know a lot about that business. Yeah, but you know everybody. So who should I use? Aww. And I was like, all right. And I, I can't even remember. It was some really sort of unique services that I, I don't even remember what they what That's they funny. were now. But uh, but yeah, so identifying their their needs is the first thing, you know, maybe budget, location, et cetera. In our case, it's, you know, what are their space requirements? What's going on with their their headcount of their employees? How many of them are in the office or not? Um, if it's industrial real estate, we need to know, you know, do they need a dock high? What kind of clear height do they need to have? How, um, how many square feet, um, you know, is it, what kind of power do they need? Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that, you know, industrial clients need that is very different than office. If it's a medical client, it may be, all right, do you want to be around others, medical providers, or do you want to be on your own away yeah. from them? So, well, I mean, and another thing I think that this leads to is developing relationships with the vendors you refer. Take them out to coffee. Christy in our office is really good about this. Yeah. She stays near her bankers, her attorneys, her residential realtor friends. 
And the more often you're with those people and you talk about what an ideal lead is, then you do develop those questions you can ask up front because they know you educate them about your business, they educate you about their business. And so if someone calls up and wants a referral uh, to a mortgage banker, okay, well, are you looking for a reverse mortgage? Looking for an FHA? What are you looking for? And then I'll know which vendor to go to. So well, that's, and that's just for residential. I mean, if, if they need a commercial lo loan, right, that's a whole different set of people. Well, that that's for my clients. I was talking about referral partners that I'd refer something out to. Well, but that what you're talking about is really the second point of um, best practice for referring, mm -hmm. which is forming those strategic alliances. So knowing somebody who you trust so that when you're sending a client to them, you're not going to be embarrassed when they screw it up. Um, you want to know that they really know what they are doing. They've done it for a long time. So those strategic alliances are really important. And that's one reason why we're in business groups that are not about real estate necessarily, mm -hmm. um, because we get to know some of those people. I mean, commercial movers, for example, are things that we need, providers of of uh, phone systems and internet. Internet, yeah. You know, there's so many things, general contractors, architects, a lot of things that we refer people to, but, you know, a lot, and the same is with every one of those, one of those people, whenever I refer one of them, well, they've got their own set of questions and um, things they need to know to be able to serve that client now. And then just stay involved. Stay involved, but, you know, com communicate transparently um, is one of the other things that we had written down as a part of this referral process. And, you know, to me, communicating transparently is um, being quick to sell somebody when you're not the expert mm -hmm. um, and, you know, referring them to somebody that is, but also to um, communicate back to the person that referred you in the first place. Let it, you know, hey, thanks for that referral. This is what's going on with it. Um, and, and some people don't really want that. So that's fine. You know, whatever they want, but you know, we've, we view that referral partner as, uh, as if they were a client, you know, we got the business because of mm -hmm. her or him. And therefore we want to be respectful of that and keep them in the loop. Because again, if they're doing this to try and, um, provide an extra service for their client, then they need to be kept informed as to what's happening. Well, and also reinforces, hey, this was a bad lead or, hey, this was a great lead. So anytime you communicate back how it's going, it lets them know, I want more of this or please don't call me again with this. Yeah. It helps make the referral more efficient too. Yeah. I had a I had, um, I had coffee yesterday afternoon with a guy that had given us a referral to somebody who wanted to potentially join our company as an agent. And he's like, so whatever happened to so-and-so throughout a name, it'd been quite a while since I talked to her. And I, it took me a few minutes to remember and kind of look up the email exchange. And I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd actually interviewed her, but um, she decided this really wasn't the right uh, solution for her uh, because, you know, in our business, it takes a while for a deal to turn into money. And, um, and she just wasn't in a position to, to withstand that kind of a delay. So she decided not to, but you know, the fact that I could look that up and, and communicate to him right. was, was important. So now he knows, Hey, you can go work here. Do you have ramp up time? <laughs> well, yeah. Cause I mean, that's the loop of the communication mm -hmm. is like you said, they give us a referral. We tell them, thank you. And that's not good for me, but I'll say, or I'm not the best person to solve that need. Let me refer you to somebody that it is. 
And, uh, and that's one of the nice things about it for residential real estate agents, by the way, is whenever a, a residential agent gives us a referral, we're allowed to pay them a referral fee Oh yeah, because they have a license. If some, if we get that same referral from a CPA or somebody who sells phones for a living and doesn't have a real estate license, we're not allowed legally to give them a referral fee. So we definitely stay within the law, but if we get a referral from a residential agent and we're not going to be the service provider, I'm going to refer her. Let's, uh, let's assume it's a residential agent. It's a woman. She sends me this referral. I'm not the best solution. Let's say it's a retail tenant uh, or somebody that needs a restaurant. I'm going to refer her to another commercial agent who specializes in that and say, you two talk directly. So you get the mm -hmm. referral fee, right? not us. You don't want yeah. to make the commission so skinny that it's not worth anyone's time. I mean, it, it we add nothing to it. We just introduced a couple of people that maybe can work together. But it, it gives me a, an opportunity to make sure that there's potentially some money coming to the referral person um, where it originated, but also to educate on what it is we do want. This is okay. why I'm not the best suited to solve this need. But this is, you know, call me back whenever you have somebody who needs office space, right. medical space, warehouse space. That's what we do. We're not doing the retail. We're not doing the restaurants. We're not doing hotels, this kind of thing. So I'm going to want to follow up on this podcast with a second one after the first first one or two roadshows that we do this collaboration with of where Cliff is teaching and we're holding it at a co-working place and all that. I just, I'm very anxious to see how that pans out. And I know that our 14 listeners are going to want to hear about it too. Well, and mom, but we'll follow up if they turn out really well. If not, you'll never hear from us again about it. <laughs> it's going to turn out well. Kind of like those, kind of like those five-star ratings we want, you know, if it's oh, five-star, great, bring it on. If it's not five-star. Well, so as for our hundredth episode, I'd like to ask everyone to leave us a five-star review and I'll pay everyone who does $5 in Monopoly money. It'll be yeah, Monopoly but money, but it'll be $5 or Park Place, whichever you'd prefer. Well, I don't know, maybe five real dollars in crypto, maybe crypto dollars. Because <laughs> you've got a bunch of crypto. Yeah. Well, we're going to sign off now, but we thank you for listening. We thank you for your time and we enjoy being here with you. Bye. Thank you for listening. And just a reminder to send in questions to see if we can stump Bob. Not going to happen. We really appreciate your taking the time to tune into this episode. We would love it if you would give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And if you are on our YouTube channel, we would love to read your feedback in the comment section. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified when we publish new episodes. Thanks and see you next time. Bye.